0: From Mississippi to Massachusetts and everywhere in between, here's your host, Hiki. Hello, villagers. I'm so excited to share episode number 19 of the Tranquility Tribe podcast with you. You'll know I love self-care, and it's one of my favorite things to talk about. It is the basis of my beliefs, it's the core in my business, and it's something that I make a priority in my own life. Today, I have Carly Ambrose here with me today, and we are diving into a piece of self-care that I think is fascinating. Carly is the owner of Milk Bath Goddess, and she gives women an outlet to express themselves prenatally and after having a baby while indulging in themselves. She's also from right here in Mass. Supporting local and women-owned businesses is the name of the game here. Carly, I'm so excited to share your line of products with our listeners. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you guys so much for having me.
1: I'm really excited to share my milk baths with you guys and potentially connect with you.
0: Yay, I'm so excited when my listeners reach out and say, you know, I bought this product or I've connected with this person or I found this person through your Instagram, your Facebook, your Instagram story, whatever. This makes me so happy. Can we start out a little bit by you telling us um, about yourself and maybe how you got started in the milk bath business? I've been a hairdresser for about 10 years.
1: And I have found that in this industry, it's not very regulated. So products that are labeled all natural or organic even, if they don't have a real certification on them, it's kind of a mystery. It's actually one of the least regulated industries in the market. And so this has really piqued my interest, I would say, in like the last five years of my career uh, pertaining to hair care and skin care. So it really made me want to find out how to keep more limited ingredients in the products that we're using.
0: That's awesome. I think that is so amazing and so, um, in align with, with everything that I think a lot of expectant parents out there are trying to make shifts towards. So, you know, every day I find more and more parents are truly looking into the products that they're either consuming or, um, you know, putting on their bodies or inhaling or, you know, it could be things like your lotion, your hair products, your fingernail polish, things like that. Expectant parents are realizing that what you put on your body is, you know, really important. And it does affect your baby. Absolutely. I So I can really appreciate, um, your appreciation for the organic part of that. So my number one question I think for you is, how did you decide on milk baths? Because it's so, you know, what a specific product, why milk baths over anything else, self-care or, or herbalism? Of course, so
1: I make a lot of different products, but as far as launching a company, of course it, it is about the bottom line at the end of the day. And the reality is salt baths, and bath bombs are really overdone so those were kind of off the table from the start and milk baths i think are really underrated one they sound kind of strange and also some people just don't even really know what it is they can imagine what it is Um, but there's not as much information on them they're not as readily available so i thought that it was kind of a really underrated product they do say that Cleopatra bathed in milk, so it is certainly not a new idea. It's been around for a very long time, and it has some really high-end ingredients that you don't think of when you think of milk, especially, you know, right now, going back to the organic and kind of dietary things, a lot of people have a tendency to actually stay away from ingesting cow's milk these days, but it does have An alpha hydroxy acid in it which is an ingredient that you would look for in a high-end skincare product.
0: Wow anti-aging is something that I think everybody wants right so it's kind of like that you that fountain of youth everybody kind of wants wants their piece of it. What do you tell people who who don't like bads because that's where I fall and I'm I'm feeling some serious FOMO right now.
1: it happens you know not everybody likes taking a bath not everybody has a bath in their apartment Um, so we're working on that we have a few new products that are going to be launching soon we have a facial steam and a Yoni steam which are really great um, and kind of unique products that I think are also sort of underrated that I would like to bring to the surface so we're working on also a shower steam uh, I just need some further testing and I think it would really depend on what kind of shower you have and how well it's ventilated.
0: That is awesome. Yeah, I don't actually have a bath um, in my apartment. So, um, you know, it kind of works out that I'm I'm not a huge fan of baths, but it doesn't work out because I don't even have, you know, access to, to that. You guys also have um, salt baths. Am I right?
1: Yeah, so I do make at the moment one salt bath. Um, Again, I feel like it's something that's very readily available and kind of done. So I didn't feel the need to dive too deep into the salt baths. Uh, But we also have a foot bath as well, especially for people who don't have a tub. You know, you can just get a big bucket or something like that and soak your feet. And if you believe in it, there's a lot of You know information about reflexology the fact that your feet are what touches the ground it kind of keeps you grounded and connected to the earth so there can still be a lot of powerful benefits from soaking the feet
0: that's awesome and i love to hear you talking about um yoni baths yoni baths yoni steams um you know those are those are things that i agree i think they're gonna be coming to the surface more and more and it's it's all an awareness um we're We're learning that, you know, our girls downstairs, they need love, too. So um, thanks. Thanks for for bringing that out. We appreciate that. Um, What are the benefits of the milk baths and the soft baths? And, you know, other than relaxation, what what do your milk baths bring to the table? Of course. I
1: think that's actually probably the number one question that I get is, what is a milk bath and what is it going to do for me? So, yes, of course, it is relaxing it can be a little self-care moment but there are other benefits So i mentioned the alpha hydroxy acid which is going to gently exfoliate dead skin cells and it's also soothing there are some kind of herbal remedies um, for sunburns that would involve soaking rags in milk and then putting it on your skin so it's really soothing to the skin our baths also have a little bit of oatmeal which are also soothing to the skin same idea you know, when our generation were kids and we got chicken pox, you know, they would put us in an oatmeal bath um, it will help relieve kind of itchy skin this time of the year as well. And the salt is minimal in the milk bath, but it will help to soothe aches and pains and draw out toxins. But if that is more of your focus, then I would recommend the salt bath in and of itself, which is a mix of Himalayan salt and Epsom salt. And it's very mineral rich, so soaking in that salt is gonna help you to absorb all those minerals. I suppose the mineral of the moment, if you will, is magnesium and that we're all really lacking and it's hard to absorb and it's hard to get into our diet. So there's probably over about 75 minerals that you'll find in salt. So you're soaking in those, you're soothing the aches and pains, And at the same time, if you want to, and you want to really kind of focus on your energy and focus on your breathing, you can cleanse your energy with the salt in your aura. Kind of the same idea behind cleansing crystals in salt, if you're familiar with that. So if you are into crystals, and again, it's something that you believe in. I'm not saying that it's superficial, but if you don't wholeheartedly believe in something, I don't think anything is going to work. So if it's something that you believe in, um, you can recharge your crystals under a new moon, and you can cleanse your energy and the energy from the crystals. So they say that you don't want other people to touch your crystals because it will absorb their energy, but just in general, crystals are bound to absorb energy, so to cleanse and refresh them you would put them in a bowl of salt.
0: That is awesome. I absolutely love energy healing. It is something that I have um, just in the last year kind of been introduced to, and it's something I'm drawn to for sure. Um, I believe in it, and, yeah, that was that was really amazing. Thanks for sharing that with us. So the bats have energetic healing, too. That is – that's amazing. It's kind of – it's an, an – all-inclusive milk bath is kind of what I'm thinking. What are, what are some of the benefits of the herbs that you put in the bath? And are there any particular blends that you recommend for pregnancy or postpartum? Um, herbalism is also one of my very favorite topics. Yes,
1: yeah, so the dried flowers that I put in the baths do have a purpose in them. So I try to pick botanicals that have some roots in herbal medicine, uh, marigold, rose, lavender, things like that. And the idea is that with a dried flower, you know, you need hot water to kind of bring it back to life. So that's why I thought that they would be great for the baths as well as being visual. But a lot of the herbal power, if you will, is going to come from the essential oils that are infused into the baths. And the herbs themselves, the dried flowers, are a little bit more superficial, although, again, they are specifically picked for each bath to really kind of complement the oil that's in it. And as far as what I would recommend for pregnant and postpartum women, this is kind of um, a hot topic. I would say essential oils and pregnant women so I've done a lot of research I have asked a lot of questions and you will find a lot of information on the internet about pregnancy and essential oils Um, but if you pay attention a lot of that information is from bloggers so you need to take that with a grain of salt that sometimes these things are people's opinions So again, I've tried to do as much research as I can and kind of weed out more of the opinions and and get more solid scientific information. The bottom line is, is, if you've never ever used essential oils, I would not suggest while you're pregnant being the first time. As a hairdresser, when somebody comes in and says, can I color my hair? We say, consult with a doctor and let us know what they say. That's to protect ourselves. We know what the answer is. We've all been doing this a long time. And so I think when it comes to essential oils, people say the same thing, consult with a doctor. But there are a list of oils that are considered safe to use while pregnant. You want to avoid any long exposure. So you wouldn't want to use them for more than about 15, 20 minutes, which is pretty much the case with essential oils in general. Um, you want to stay away from ingesting any oils and you want to stay away from using them in your first trimester, which again, it's just like coloring your hair. You know, they say in that first trimester, just be really careful and, and really mindful. I wouldn't add anything really new to your routine if it's not something that your body is already used to and never, ever, ever use essential oils during a water birth. So some of the more commonly known oils that are considered safe for pregnant women would be chamomile, lavender, e.lang e.lang, patchouli. So these are commonly used oils, things that you're going to find in a lot of products and, and scents that would be gentle and calming to the mother and the baby. Oils that you want to avoid are rosemary, clove, clary, sage, wormwood, cinnamon bark. The reason they want you to stay away from these oils is because they say that they would stimulate contractions. Again, there's not a ton of science behind it, but I find when pregnant and, and nursing, you know, why take chances? So they do say to stay away from those ones. I don't use any of those oils in my bags. And all my baths are customizable. So I had mentioned that if you weren't somebody who ever used essential oils, it's maybe not the time to start. I could certainly customize a bath without the essential oils or with maybe just a couple drops and really make it for that specific person and any concerns that they might have.
0: That is amazing. I love how intentional um, all of your baths are from, from looking at, you know, the recipes to picking those individual flowers for that individual bath. I I love it. Just all, all around. So you have a bath that's specifically for sexual love and fertility. Can you tell us a little bit about that one?
1: Sure. So... Um... When I was coming up with a name for the company, you know, I did some old fashioned brainstorming. Um, And with the idea of Milk Bath Goddess, again, I had mentioned that Cleopatra used to bathe in milk. I thought Milk Bath Goddess was a great name and I decided to name the baths after the goddesses that they personify. So truly that bath is really, it's just a name. It's named after Eros who was the goddess of sexual love, fertility, and beauty. Rose oil would be the scent and the flower in that one, which is a little bit more rare to find 100% pure rose absolute oil. Rose oil tends to be diluted. Um, And rose oil is known as an aphrodisiac. And it is known to stimulate the libido. So, again, the baths are named after the goddesses that they're trying to personify, but it's kind of just a name.
0: Awesome. What would you tell someone who says, um, you know, I have a milk allergy or a lactose allergy? So, that's for me, I have a lactose intolerant, you know, or I am lactose intolerant. Could I use the milk baths or will it make me sick? Because obviously, it's going to get absorbed into our skin.
1: So as the professional, I'm going to say consult your doctor. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, it kind of depends on if you have a lactose intolerance or if you truly have a dairy allergy. Okay. So you know, we know some people just can't drink whole milk. They can't eat ice cream, things like that, but other things are okay. Um, your skin is an organ so you are absorbing it in my experience and in my research if you just have an intolerance it's totally fine if you do have a real dairy allergy it is maybe not as fine if you're curious and again you wanted to soak your feet to kind of find out but you don't have to i do also make one bath in particular with coconut milk And again, all my orders can be customized. So I can make any of the bats with coconut milk. I do prefer the cow's milk for the high fat content and the lactic acid, but coconut milk does have some similar benefits and will still give your skin that exfoliation and hydration that you'll get from the cow's milk.
0: That is awesome. Options, options, options. I love it so much. So milk baths are not only popular for prenatal and postpartum photography. Um, babies can benefit from milk baths too. You know you you can use your breast milk as different remedies and some of these benefit some of these benefits include um, clearing up baby acne, treating ear infections, treating pink eye, treating eczema, healing cuts and scrapes and that's perfect for those babes who are learning how to walk what if somebody wanted to use their own breast milk because to wait for your child to be you know a year or two and and you still want to have this breast milk around in case they get a, a really bad cut or scrape could you turn their breast milk into the powder form and do do your milk baths with their breast milk to the best of my
1: knowledge, I don't know how to turn a liquid into a powder form. Although if we have any chemists out there listening and you would like to collaborate, what an idea that is. Um, you can, they can bathe right in the breast milk. You know, Cleopatra bathed in donkey's milk, they say. Um, and it certainly wasn't powdered. So the idea of powdered milk now is that it lasts longer. It has a longer shelf life. You don't have to keep it in the refrigerator. But you would absolutely get all those benefits from regular liquid milk. So you want to stay away from essential oils in such young babies. So I would say if you want to give your baby the same treatment, go ahead and and warm up that milk like you would for a bottle and put them right in the breast milk, nothing else in there.
0: I love milk baths for babies. And I, I find that babies love it too. It's very calming. Um, you know most babies also settle down in warm water but all babies i've never seen a baby stay upset in a milk bath right because it smells like they're their breastfeeding parent and it's calming and it has all the hormones and, and and even though they might not be ingesting it it's soaking into their skin so i i love milk baths all the way around so what do people need to know about your milk baths? How do they store it? Um, You know, does it have an expiration date? How will it be, how will it be shipped? So
1: I make all my milk baths to order to give them the longest shelf life as possible. I give it a shelf life of about six months. The reality is it would probably last a little bit longer than that, but better safe than sorry. They are one time use, so they come in 11 ounce bottle and you just empty the whole bottle into your tub. So there's really no reason to open and close it, but when you receive it, the first thing you probably wanna do is smell it. So you just wanna make sure that if you do open it up to smell it, that you really screw that top on very tightly. And I would store it under your sink, just in a cool, dark place, so it doesn't get any direct sunlight or anything like that. And it will be shipped to you, wrapped up really well, because they are glass milk bottles, so I'm always nervous. So... I'm afraid that the bottle itself isn't as pretty as I would like it to be, but it is really beautifully packaged with a little handwritten note from me that will remind you how to use it and maybe something specific about that bath. And actually at, you know, the end of this podcast, I would definitely like to offer all of the listeners a free gift with any of their purchases so we can talk about that
0: that is so kind. I'm so excited. I'm so, so excited. Okay, we just have a few more questions that I want to answer. <laughs> How many sure. stars um, would, you, would you recommend someone get if they were trying to achieve that beautiful, rich, creamy look that's captured on, on the photos on your website and your social media platforms?
1: Oh, I love this question. Um, absolutely it's all for the gram, right? So if you want to photograph it, you definitely would use a little bit more product than is necessary for the full benefits of the bath. And I don't share this information all the time, so I'll let our listeners know this one time. On my Etsy shop, you can custom order the Blogger Special. And it's a little bit bigger, it's gonna come with some more product, and it even comes with a special ingredient to make the bath pink if you would like for photography. So I would say for photography purposes, you want to use, a, it depends on how much water you put in the tub, but half a pound to a pound of powdered milk is usually good for photography purposes.
0: Wow, that's fascinating. Carly, where can people find you if... If they want to reach out, if they want to take advantage of that blogger special, if they want to follow you on social media, how do they find you?
1: You guys can find me through Milk Bath Goddess. So on Instagram, I'm at Milk Bath Goddess. I have a Milk Bath Goddess Facebook page that you can find. And I have an Etsy shop where you can purchase. And that is also Milk Bath Goddess. So on Etsy, you just do a backslash shop and then backslash milk bath goddess, and you will find me. I only do orders on Etsy, but you can feel free to reach out to me anytime on any of the platforms with questions, concerns, inquiries, anything like that. Um, I'm pretty quick to respond, so I, I do work behind the chair. If I don't respond immediately, I swear that I will. But please, please, please feel free to reach out with any inquiries you have, because I know it it is a little bit of a, a new product and something that we're not as familiar as we are with salt bath. So I'm open to any feedback and concerns that you guys have.
0: Oh, and we will put all of your stuff in the show notes too. So listeners, you will have plenty of access to Carly. Carly? Thank you so, so much for sharing your wisdom and your insight and your spiritualness with us. We, we appreciate it. As always, Village Members, find your tribe and love them hard. Did you know you can join our online tribes? Our private Facebook group can be found by searching the Tranquility Tribe Podcast on Facebook and our Instagram tribe is at Tranquility by HeHe. He. If you have a story you want to share with us, please reach out to us at tranquilitybyheehee at gmail.com. Until next time, villagers.